Alabama football continuing with prep this week, getting itself situated for the bowl game, Citrus Bowl against Michigan at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida, which is set for New Year's Day, January 1st, 2020. Along with that, Nick Saban trying to bring in the first crop of his uh, players, his student athletes for the 2020 recruiting class in the early signing period, which is coming up on Wednesday. Crimson Tide trying to sign the number one class for this cycle. But you are locked and loaded. New week, fresh energy, brand new material on what is the hottest form of Alabama football news, notes, and information you are going to find anywhere. This right here is definitely, in my own words, the podcast with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. As always, people, go ahead and drop that like, that thumbs up on the show, and subscribe. The network here at TDA, over 7,000 subscribers strong on YouTube. Thanks to you, the fans, for continuing to like, share, grow, support the, uh, the YouTube channel. As always, the show is powered each and every time by our good friends at WhitwillSports.com. That being title towel, be sure to go to WhitwillSports.com. Purchase you a couple of those towels today. Put that towel in the air, twirl it, wave it like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and your favorite program. Well, Alabama started prep for the Citrus Bowl on Monday. It will continue with practice throughout the week. Head coach Nick Saban had his first press conference on Monday since the Iron Bowl against Auburn. And within that presser, he spoke on, well, first off, he congratulated the 15 scholarship student athletes on earning their degrees over the weekend. But after that, he updated a trio of injuries on uh, the likes of uh, Trey Sanders, Miller Forrestal, and DJ Dale. Then also he broke down two individuals that have decided to not play in the Citrus Bowl, that being outside linebacker Terrell Lewis and defensive back Trayvon Diggs. Now, me personally, I feel as though Terrell Lewis, it was more so better for him not to play in this game versus Trayvon Diggs. I think Diggs could have benefited more from playing in the matchup, but I respect both guys, just as Dick Saban respects both guys for the decisions that they have made. With that being said, Alabama will be without six defensive starters for the Citrus Bowl. As you look at Dylan Moses, Joshua McMillan, LeBron Ray, DJ Dale, who's had a problem with his knee. It's the same knee that's been giving him issues all year. Saban mentioned that he has not responded well to the treatments. He'll be listed as doubtful for this matchup, which means more than likely he will not play. So you look at DJ Dale, Trayvon Diggs, and Terrell Lewis. So you're down six defensive starters. And for the most part, Alabama fans have not been overly concerned with the offense. Even when Tua Tagovailoa got hurt and uh, when people get hurt, you are concerned, you are worried, you want to make sure that that person is okay. But even when Tua went down, you still had quite a few fans that felt like, you know, Mac Jones can do this. He's been involved in this offense for three years. He's been around this system for three years. 
you have all the marquee playmakers around him. So even with Mac Jones running the shots here, there's not a huge cause for concern, right? Nobody was really jumping off the ledge when uh, Mac Jones took control of the offense versus defensively, that's been the base for much of the concern, not just this season, but for the last two years. And especially in a game where you're going up against an uh, dual threat, you know, explosive quarterback, explosive playmaker in Shea Patterson, and some pretty good receivers that, you know, the, the uh, Wolverines have. The defensive side of the football, once again, will be the side that will demand or attract the most attention, especially for a lot of these younger players to which now, you know, these guys are no longer freshmen. They're not babies anymore. This starts the sophomore year. This bowl game, this postseason matchup right here starts the sophomore campaign, the second-year campaign for a lot of these young players. And I'm going to lay out here the five most important defensive guys in this matchup that will be called upon to step up with the six defensive starters out. So I got the five guys listed on screen. And at number five, I'm going to start this off with Josh Job at corner. With Trayvon Diggs out, him not playing in this game, uh, getting ready to start, I guess, his workout process with the NFL, Josh Job becomes the immediate guy to take over at that left corner position. The young man out of Miami, Florida, played his high school ball in Connecticut. So Job, to me, is a very physical guy, loves to jam, loves to frustrate wide receivers. At times can be a little bit too handsy. At times his physicality can get him into trouble in terms of pass interference and holding calls. But if you go back to last year, especially in the – college football playoff national championship game against Clemson, the time that he did get a chance to go in to replace Savion Smith, who got hurt in the game. Uh, Job did well. I mean, Job held his own for the most part. And then the spring game, uh, he went out there, frustrated the likes of Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs III, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Water, or whomever the Crimson Tide's coaching staff had him matched up on. Did a good job getting to the chest of these guys, not making it easy for them to catch the football. The coaching staff felt like he was growing in confidence. He was growing in his technique, which he was. And this is a guy that can have a big-time matchup in this game against the Wolverines just if he continues to trust his eyes, trust his technique, be physical, but not be too physical, not draw those flags that continue drives for Michigan and this offense under head coach Jim Harbaugh. And while Alabama does have other guys like Jalen Armour Davis, Brandon Turnage, Jeffrey Scooby Carter, who was out of the transfer portal. He's now back at Alabama. Marcus Banks as well. They do have some other guys that can play in that corner role. And I've depth there, but the main guy that will get the first crack at it will be Josh Job. So he is number five in terms of defensive players that have got to emerge and step up here. The number four guy to me for defense, Christian Harris, an inside linebacker, the weak side backer, uh, the weak side backer position. Christian Harris, 
out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana at 6'2", 244 pounds. He has made tremendous improvement. He has made strides all year. He has gotten better all year. Now, am I saying that Shane Lee will not become a star? That's not what I'm saying. He's got talent. He's got ability at six feet, 246 pounds. But when you watched Shane Lee this season, it just appeared that the same things would kind of trip him up week by week by week. I mean, he'll have a game where he'll where he had made strides, where he had made improvement, where it had seemed like he gotten in control of things, he had gotten a grip on things, and then the next game or a couple of games down the line, the same issues that he would have in a previous matchup would sneak its head back up, whether it was not filling his gap or not making a correct tackle here or you know allowing himself to be blocked into a play or not having the speed to chase down a guy in coverage or defend a mobile quarterback. Just the same things. And when you look at Christian Harris, it was each week he would master something, whether it would be hitting the gap, shooting in the hole, you know, making a big-time tackle, creating a force, creating a fumble. It would be just something different each week he would show on film that would make you go, wow, you know, he's getting it. Wow, it's coming together for him. You had fans that felt like the moment Harris really knocks in, once he gets that full gist of the playbook, this young man will not be stopped because you saw week by week gotten better, confident, stronger. His sense of the game was getting more so fine-tuned. And in this matchup where you're going up against an athletic guy in Shea Patterson and also the running backs, the receiving core led by Donovan Peoples-Jones that the Wolverines you know, boast and bring in here, you're going to need a big matchup from Christian Harris. So far this season, 54 tackles, including five and a half of those for a loss. So number four guy, definitely Christian Harris. Number three, Christian Barmore on the defensive line. And uh, it's gotten to a point where we know this by now. And, and it's been at this point for a minute here. And uh, unless you are one of those Alabama fans that's still sleeping under a prehistoric rock, Christian Barmore is that dude. And he has been that dude since the Southern Miss game where he came out there and just rocked everybody's skull. Fans jumping like crazy. Teammates from the sideline jumping like crazy. He gives the energy. He gives the production that you need. And while... To me, DJ Dale will be special. DJ Dale will be good in years to come once he's able to get over this whole injury thing with his knee. But for right now, Christian Barmore wants to win right now. Christian Barmore is that dude right now. Christian Barmore is that playmaker right now. And the times when he has gotten into the games, he has been dynamic. He has been special. Made the all-SEC freshman team. This season, Barmore, six tackles for loss on the year, two sacks, four quarterback hurries. And just to me, it just feels like he tells Coach Saban when he gets out there, you know, Coach, what do you expect from me? I mean, I'm 6'5", 310 pounds. I'm from Philly, all right? I was born to kill people. I'm from the city of brotherly love, but when I get on that field, I'm not loving folks out there. I'm terrorizing folks out there. So, folks, so, Coach, what, 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 what did you want? What, what did you expect from me? 
I'm 6'5", I'm 3'10", I'm from Finley, I'm going out here and I'm going to make plays. Christian Barmore, the guy right now. And I feel like he's got a chance in this matchup to have a field day in getting after Shea Patterson. So number three, got to go with Christian Barmore. At number two, I look at somebody that Nick Saban has praised all year for his leadership and for his consistent production, and that is Anthony Jennings, an outside linebacker as an edge rusher. His partner of a bash brother, Terrell Lewis, not going to play in this game. So this is another matchup for Jennings to show NFL scouts, hey, I'm just as good as T. Lou. I'm just as productive as T. Lou. I may be better down the road than T. Lou. Who knows? So here's a matchup here for Anthony Jennings, who has also accepted his invitation for the Reese's Senior Bowl. Jennings, of whom one of four guys selected as a permanent team captain for the Crimson Tide, going back to the uh, team's awards banquet at the Birmingham Sheraton. Jennings on the year, 73 tackles, 12 tackles for loss, seven and a half sacks. Leads the team in tackles for loss and sacks. Was third on the group in tackles once again with 73. And this is a guy that big time production, big time energy, big time leadership. And a a guy that's going to come off the edge, that's going to blow things up, that's going to make sure everybody kind of knows what they're doing. The number two guy for me, definitely Anthony Jennings. It's coming off that injury in the 2017 semifinal game for the college football playoff against Clemson. He has been a grown man. He has been dangerous. He has been outstanding, which leads us to our number one defensive player in this matchup. Folks, no question here, no doubt here. Xavier McKinney at the free safety position. And I know, according to rumors out there, he's kind of been one of those guys on the fence torn about, do I come back to Alabama for my senior year? Do I declare early for the NFL draft? Well, he goes out here and he has a whale of a gang, which he more than likely will have. I feel like he will put his name in the draft hat because he has been everything for Alabama on defense this season. And I am still hurt over the fact that he was not a finalist with the Jim Thorpe Award. But you know what? That's besides the point. That's beyond me at this juncture. Um, McKinney this season, the team leader in tackles with 85, five pass breakups, four quarterback hurries, four forced fumbles, three interceptions, including one return for a touchdown, just filled out the entire stat sheet tremendously this year. A guy that's been uh, lining guys up on the defensive front and on the defense as a whole, uh, getting the calls made across the board, and also being able to step back into the fray and make big-time plays as well. He is, Xavier McKinney, the number one important guy for this defense. So the names back on screen here. Run these back over. Number five, Josh Job, corner. Number four, Christian Harris, an inside linebacker. Number three, Christian Barmore on the defensive line. Number two, Anthony Jennings, an outside linebacker. And number one, Xavier McKinney at free safety. The five most important defensive players that will have to do their thing in the matchup against Michigan with six defensive starters out. That's going to lead us here 
to our first break on In My Own Words, the podcast. Before, before we uh, take this break here, got to always give a shout-out to our sponsors, Utero Hibachi. You want delicious sushi, hibachi, and takeout? Check out our friends at Utero Hibachi in Tuscaloosa. They are located inside the University Mall Food Court in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Delivery for them can be found on Crimson To Go and on Waiter. When you walk in, just tell the good folks there that the guys at Touchdown Alabama Magazine sent you, and they will treat you accordingly. So once again, you feeling great sushi, delicious sushi, hibachi, and takeout. Let our friends at Utero Hibachi treat you accordingly. Upon our return from the break, we'll dive into the Michigan side of things and players to scheme for, watch for in terms of those Wolverines. Don't touch that dial, folks. You've been listening to In My Own Words. <laughs> 